0: Okay. All right. As usual, technology, you know what I mean? We've
1: and then, had of course, some lovely technical issues.
0: Oh, my goodness. And my my uh, computer is still like booting up. So maybe I need to do what you did and uh, <laughs> close out a bunch of background running junk, which but my computer. Well, I'm sure yours does, too. You shut down and restart all the time, right?
1: Yeah, but you know, like, like I was telling you a minute ago, I went to the task manager and I started to uh, end a bunch of tasks on a bunch of things that had been running in the background for who knows how long. I mean, I'm talking like, it's a long list because like the little bar on the side that you, when you scroll down, you know, the smaller it is, the more you got, well, it's pretty small. Yeah. And so I'm like, holy cow. Well, there's some things I can close and there's some things that I can't because it's it's things that you have to have to run to your computer. So, um, but yeah. I'm, I'm even just like the probably 20 or 30 things I've closed. It's gotten a lot faster, so which it's never been this fast. I've owned this. I've owned this computer for years, and it's never been this fast. I'm like, you mean to tell me this has been the problem all along? You gotta be kidding.
0: Well, b- both of us, <laughs> between the two of us, we're not very tech savvy, right?
1: No, not really.
0: <laughs> not not, not yeah. in the least. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Well, let's uh, let's get this thing uh, started, and then when we come back, we'll. Uh, Start this thing off a little bit, okay? Oh, yeah. Fearless. Chase. Bold. Following. Courageous. Search. I'm Aaron. And I'm Marshawn. And this is Undaunted Pursuit. Pursuit. Okay. Hey guys and welcome back to Undaunted Pursuit podcast. We're good. You are here this week, and uh, yeah. So Marshall, I got a question for you. Yep. I'm driving down the road, down the interstate, at mm. 80 miles an hour. Like, okay, I'm going 80 and a 75 normally. You know, don't don't go calling the cops. I mean, everybody does it. So, <laughs> uh, what is it with Texas drivers? I'm saying I'm gonna say Texas drivers because this is the only people that do it to me. And I'll be going faster than the speed limit and trying to pass people, and you'll have a Texas driver behind you just sitting there flashing lights. Do they teach us in driving school down there, or or, or what? How does that how does that work? <laughs> they sit there, they will sit behind you and think they've think they've got to go faster than you, and they just sit there and they flash their lights at you. Nobody else in the country has done that to me, but Texas drivers. <laughs>
1: What's the deal with that? Well, you know, uh, it it, honestly, I I think Texas is such a fast paced um, state to live in. And uh, especially if you're like, you know, probably in Houston or Austin, or if you're in the DFW Metroplex, um, everybody drives like crazy. Everybody's trying to get somewhere super, super fast. Everybody's in a hurry to get somewhere from point A to point B. Um, wherever it may be, they're all in a hurry. And so everybody's passing everybody trying to get there, trying to exit, trying to do this. Um, <laughs> so I think it's just that, it, and, and everybody drives, you know, it's people might be 70 or 75 and people fly around you just, Wah! you know, there's just, it's, it's insane. And I live yeah, in a small country town. Still. Yeah. I, I live in a small country town. So I'm used to a slower pace of life. I've lived in the DFW Metroplex for years, off and on my, my throughout my life. And so I, I get it. I'm used to it. Uh, I can't stand it. I hate it. It drives me nuts. But like you have that issue there uh, in Arkansas with Texas drivers. I had that issue in Texas with Oklahoma drivers. The the the, the main <laughs> highway <laughs> the main the main highway that I drive down every morning to go to work 99% of the time when I hop on that road And it's 75 miles an hour. And then it goes to 70 and drops down to 55. And then it goes back up to 70 and then back to 55 at some point. And so, I I mean, I know the speed limit, you know, because I drive it every day. I see it every day. But 99% of the time when someone is riding my rear end on me, like white on rice, I say to myself, somebody from Oklahoma, sure enough, they pass me They fly from me. It's somebody from Oklahoma every single time. And what's funny, I was telling my wife this uh, a couple of weeks back. we went up to Lawton, Oklahoma because we we're like an hour away from there. Mm-hmm. And we we're driving around and I say, you know what's weird is people will ride my butt at home and they're from Oklahoma. But yeah. when I come to Oklahoma, everybody's driving like five mile an hour under the speed limit. Like super <laughs> slow. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I know you don't drive like this, but I get it because I'm not. If any listeners out there who are law enforcement in Oklahoma City, I respect law enforcement, but my experience with Oklahoma police officers or state patrol and my past has not been good, <laughs> and so <laughs> oh, man. I'm, not yeah. I'm not a fan because. Uh and not that I have anything wrong but like I remember when I was younger my brother and I my older brother and I we had just bought this 1986 Toyota Corolla and it had um you, you probably remember I drove it in high school and it had yeah, the uh the white one yeah yeah the white one it had, it had paper plates on it and we left from Missouri going down to Texas and so we go through Oklahoma well we got pulled over in Oklahoma and uh we weren't speeding we weren't doing anything wrong the Scott pulls us over and he says your plates are expired and me and my brother are like, no, they're not. We just bought this thing a week ago. They're paper plates. There's no way they're expired. We have like, ninety days or sixty days or whatever it is, right? I'm like, there's no way that they're that they're expired. And he just he was arguing, no, yeah, yeah, you're, they're they're expired. And we're like, no, they're not. <laughs> like, and so he writes us <laughs> a ticket. We drive five minutes down the road <laughs> and we get pulled over again by another state trooper in Oklahoma. And and, and, we, and we told that guy, we said, we said, we just got pulled over five minutes that way. And he goes, Mm -hmm. for what? And we said, fire plates being expired. He walks to the back of the car, he looks at it, and he comes back and he goes, your plates aren't expired. And we said, we know. (laughs) And he said, well, he said, unfortunately, you'll have to go to court. And we're like, we don't live here. Obviously, we live in Missouri. And he goes, well, you have to go to court. They'll throw it out, but you have to go to court. So anyway, um, that was a long time ago, but I haven't gotten over that yet. So Um, I'm still a little disgruntled
0: (laughs) about that situation. (laughs) Before I get back into the the Oklahoma Texas driving debacle here, uh, I, I there was a cop like that, and there there are cops like that in Idaho. So I'd go driving through Orofino, and uh, let me tell you, if any of you guys listening are ever driving through Orofino, Idaho, uh, with a headlight out, they will pull you over. They every time. You don't dare. I could drive for I don't know years with a headlight out. But the minute you go driving through Orofino, Idaho, with a headlight out, <laughs> you get pulled over. I was coming out. Uh, we noticed we were leaving Lewiston one day coming, which is uh, the the big town where we used to go and uh, do our grocery shopping and whatnot. And then we it was a uh, winter or something. I don't know for whatever reason we were coming through Orofino, and it wasn't until just outside of Lewiston, and of course you know that was an all day affair uh, doing grocery shopping and. See, I'm not turning back around once I figure out that I have a headlight out to go and get uh, a new headlight. So uh, mm-hmm. every time it would, I, I would like I said, I get pulled over every time. It was just like that. It, but, um, you know, I guess that doesn't really hold much merit, whatever, for this story. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> going back to this Oklahoma, see the, the thing you were saying, the Oklahomas, in in te- when they come to Texas they They are flying well, when they come to Arkansas, they drive even slower than they do in the in their home state and hey hey we' we're, we're picking on you guys a little bit. I know we have quite the following in Texas, and so uh, I know you Texans are proud beyond proud, so yeah, I'm sorry if we're offending you, but hey, you guys know it's true, and there are plenty of you guys here in arkansas and and just as much uh Oklahomans, but they do
1: they drive slower here. <laughs> than they do in their home state. <laughs> you know, it's probably just a uh, they just want a slower pace of life as they just kind of absorb it while they're there. I I, I live here in Texas. <laughs> I get it. You know, you know what? It's it's so true. You mentioned how Texans are proud. I think out of all the states and in the country, I think Texans are the most prideful, proud people to be Texans to to live in the state they live in. I think out of any other state in the nation. I mean, honestly, like, yeah, people are proud to live in certain states, but you don't really hear about it. You may see it occasionally, but right. when people talk about Texas, they know that Texans are proud to be Texans. It, it, it's kind of funny, which I get it. I'm a Texan, you know, whatever, but, uh, I just, I think it's awesome. Yeah. Um,
0: well, the Bible, you know, God's word has a lot to say about pride and how we shouldn't be prideful. <laughs> so, it's true. I don't it's know. It's true. That's a, that's a whole other topic for a whole, whole other, other podcast. whole
1: <laughs> You see, I'm supporting <laughs> uh, the, uh, the, the, the big text renovations here. Yeah. I buddy, see that. I've
0: even got, hey, a little I've shout out to big text.
1: I've even got the hoodie on. i got the hoodie on. Uh, yeah. You know so if, if if you guys live in Fort Worth, Cleburne, Burleson, and you guys are looking for someone uh, who does, you, if you need your home remodeled, you your bathroom remodeled, your kitchen, or you want to build a whole entire house, hey, you guys need to give a call to Big Tech's Renovations. Give a shout out to Cody Abner; uh, he's the owner of Big Tech's Renovations. His wife is a realtor, um, so it's a duo. They would love to to help you guys out of those needs. But I'm not I'm not I'm not plugging that. Just because I, I want to plug it. I brought that up because recently my friend Cody um, purchased one of those Tesla Cybertrucks. Yeah. I was going to yeah, say, he, they're not
0: hard to miss. If you're driving around there and you see a, a whacked out, stinking, uh, futuristic looking, uh, you can't even call it. What would you call that thing? It was just a whatever space shuttle looking like thing driving around <laughs> the road. You're, you're looking at uh, cyber Cybertruck.
1: Yeah, so he he got it wrapped in like a green color, and it says big text renovations on it. Uh, he ordered that thing like four years ago, and he just got it in, dude. It, it's it's pretty cool. So it's like it's not something I would probably buy because it's not my thing. I think it's kind of cool looking, uh you know. But then a lot of the main reason why he got it, like a big portion why he got it, was because it's 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 essentially it's free publicity. I mean, it's not free. You know, his company's paying for it, but. Uh, it's free publicity it's it's a it's a mobile billboard and and it is working well for him because ever since he got the truck people have stopped and asked him all the questions about the truck and then it leads into what he does for a living and leads to potential business for his company so uh it's it's a it's it's a pretty neat thing but yeah it's crazy you know a, a, a stinking cyber truck it's nuts yeah i't i haven't driven any yet but you know my, hey. my day is coming I'm hold sure. on
0: uh, let's uh let us take a break real second, and uh, I gotta I gotta plug this computer in. So, just sit tight. I've got more on that topic here in just a minute. Oh, hey, the joys of a uh, a car studio. <laughs> I had
2: to
0: <laughs> I had to run so. You know, it's not as simple as like, oh, hey, let me just plug in my uh, car chart or my let me just plug in my computer to the wall. No, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, my computer is dying. Let's run an extension cord real quick. Let's run inside the mm-hmm. RV, grab the charger, plug it up, run the extension cord, close the door, and <laughs> plug it all up. <laughs> it's a
1: whole uh, process. It's a, it's, a, it's a 10 step process to, to just a charger computer. <laughs> That's what
0: it's like living in an RV. Everything is a, um, a chore. Yeah, but not for long. Not for long. I know, not <laughs> for long. Okay, so anyway, hey, that's what I wanted to go. So here you are. They're not hard to miss. Big text renovations. Give them your business and tell them please tell them that Undaunted Pursuit (laughs) sent you so that they would start throwing some of that uh, Elon Musk money (laughs) our way that they, you know, they're supporting Elon Musk and his Uh. Tesla cars. They, they won't, uh, they won't uh, sponsor this podcast, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) but, Ah oh, shoot! Uh,
1: uh, he's gonna he's gonna love that, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, good stuff, good times. <clears throat>
0: but man. in all seriousness, big tax res- renovations. You guys need to check them out. They do a lot of work. They you need what? What's that page? Abner Adventures. That they, uh, they, got, they yeah, got they got a, got a YouTube a, channel, a million followers. Yeah, they got a YouTube channel. That's they
1: yeah, got their got hands in everything, followers. don't they? They do. They're, they're always, uh, they're always doing something. Um, let me see if I can see what that, what it is called. Give me like five seconds. Here it is. Uh, let's see. Abner adventures on YouTube. So go check out Abner adventures on YouTube. Uh, you can see a lot about their, uh, and that their cyber truck and just a lot of cool, funny videos they do with their family. Uh, awesome guy, awesome family, great people doing some cool stuff. Uh, you guys will enjoy it. Go follow them, uh, like, subscribe, all that good stuff to their channels. So you guys will enjoy that. But yeah, I haven't I haven't interest.
0: seen them in years, but they are good people. the The times that I have seen them, uh, I'm sure he'll get a kick out of it. Whatever, we giving him a hard time on here. But <laughs> hey, you know, I you, you won't hear me complaining if Big Tex Renovations wants to uh, sponsor the podcast. <laughs> I'll give them all
1: kinds of airtime. <laughs> all, all kinds of airtime I mean you want airtime we got it for you right here <laughs> I mean it's I'm right. going to say for free but it's not for free if you sponsor us come on man. <laughs>
0: yeah well I see I see that he just finally renovated a plane for us so they renovated yeah, yeah. that they yeah. just yeah, remodeled so a us at plane, plane or rehab yeah yeah that he should we should tell him that he needs to put uh, undaunted pursuit on the side of that sucker instead of whatever yeah. oh, green yeah. color that what was it it was like um, it looks good. It's, it really does look good. Oh, yeah, but he should have had a yeah.
1: Undone of Pursuit wrap on that thing. <laughs> At least a big old circle sticker on the side or something. I mean, he That's didn't even right. bother to ask us. You know, didn't say, "Hey, let me put your sticker on there front." On a Pursuit podcast, no, not even a phone call or a text. I'm like, golly. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm taking. Oh, I, I, I'm
0: going to tag him in this in this episode oh, yeah. when we, when it comes oh, yeah. out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, uh, well, all right. So now I'm not sweating bullets with this, uh, computer mm-hmm. dying on me, but, um, uh, I still, I- I'm starving right now, but you know, yeah. so let's just, let's get, let's get into this. And it's not that we really have anything planned for tonight. It's mm-hmm. just that we have a discussion. We were talking earlier this week, Marshall, about, uh, yeah, leading your household spiritually and um, mm-hmm. what that looks like for the both of us, what that should look like for everybody, and mm-hmm. um, I've got a few Bible verses. And I, I, you know, if you don't mind, Marshall, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick this off. Go with, for it. it with it. this, and this isn't necessarily this isn't necessarily a uh, a marriage podcast, but it. it you we're know, in we're gonna, gonna kind of touch on that. But what I wanted to start yeah. off, I wanted to start off in Genesis chapter two verse let, let's start in verse 15 the lord god took the man placed him in the garden of eden to work it and watch over it lord god commanded uh the man you are free to eat from any tree in the garden but you must not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil and then you'll or you'll certainly die verse 18 this is what i wanted to this is what i wanted to kick off with was then the lord god said it is not good for the man to be alone i will make a helper mm-hmm. corresponding to him the Lord God formed out of the ground every wild animal and every bird of the sky and brought each uh, to the man. And so anyway, um, the the thing I wanted to kind of key in here is that God said it is not good for man to be alone. And he makes a helper for man. We all know that story and we've been over it several times. Um, so here you are as, as man and man being um, it, it's it's our duty as a man, as head of household and uh, uh, appointed by God to be the spiritual leader in our family. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you agree, Marshall? So how oh, does 100%. that, what does that look like to you? And what's a what, what have you been thinking about? I asked you to share a story earlier in the week about, um, about what you, what your thoughts were. And so, uh, yeah, let's get into it.
1: Yeah. So no, I 100% agree with Aaron that <clears throat> it is a man's duty and responsibility to be the leader as, as a whole, uh, of, of, of their household, but not just the leader, but the spiritual leader of the household, it is vital. It is so important. You know, if you look at a a house or a home that doesn't have a father figure or a husband or a man or whatever, um, due to whatever circumstances, there's usually issues and troubles there sometimes in the children or, or what have you. And so it, it is so important to have that, that, um, manly, figure and leadership in the house. Um, but for me personally, you know, Aaron and I were talking this week and we we, we, we got to talking about this subject and <clears throat> I, I told him, I said, you know, my wife and I got to talking last weekend and I, I, I was sharing with her that, you know, I just really feel like um, God is pressing me and, and and pushing me to for us to get into the word more to To study His Word, to spend more time with Him together and 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 individually, but also for us to spend more time in prayer together and focusing more on what God wants for our lives together as a married couple, but also individually what God has for us um, as individuals. Because yes, when we, be, when we got married, we became one, but uh, but we're still individual people, and so it's still it's still important for us as individuals to listen to what God wants us to do and how we can serve him. And so I was telling her, I said, you know, I think it's so important that um, this year that we just really focus on what does God want us to do? Where does God want us to be? Where does he want us to live? Where does he want us to work? How can we serve him? What does he want us to do as far as serving him goes, whether that's in the church in the community? um, I mean, there's there's so many ways that we can serve him, but what does God want for our lives? And I just, I, I told her, I said, I really just feel like God is, is 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 calling me? Is telling me that this is something we really need to do this year. Is is press into God more and spend more quality time with God. And so this week we've started praying every night together. The past couple nights we didn't do it because I was just exhausted, fell asleep early. Um, but the rest of the week we have sat down, we've prayed together. Uh, you know, it's not you know for a few minutes. You know, we sit there and we pray uh, for each other. Uh, we, we pray for other people, but I, you know, that when we first, uh, Monday when we did it or Sunday, maybe it was Sunday night I, I I let it off. And then, um, I said, Hey, you know, what do you, what do you want to pray about? And then she prayed for a little bit and it was wonderful, you know, and, and when we did that, you know, I just, she, she had a big smile on her face. I could just tell that she really loved that. She appreciated that. And, and I think she enjoyed it. And, um, so I'm, I'm, you know, I am interested to see and excited to see how God will use us as we continue to draw closer to him, to press into him and to see what he's going to do. And, you know, it's, it's interesting. I hadn't really thought about this until now, but my wife went and hung out with a friend of hers today. Um, this is kind of the first time they've, you know, they, they, they go to the gym, like Every week they're at the gym together, working out, doing stuff. Uh, but outside of the gym, I, I think this is the first time they've really hung out and stuff. So they went and got coffee and hung out for a few hours today, and they had a really good time. And they just got to talking about just you know a lot of stuff and and her friend's life, just personal things. And but through that experience, God was able to use my wife to you know you know her her friend's a Christian, her husband's not, but they just they had an opportunity to uh, witness she, to, for God to use her to witness to her and just talk to her and. You know, it was, it, was, it was neat hearing her tell me today just how God is using her in, in a small way in her friend's life to just be encouraging to her, to be there for her, to support her, to love her. So, you know, God's already doing that. And um, I'm just excited to see what else God's going to do as we continue to press into God, to draw closer to him, to spend more time in prayer and praying, but also listening to what he wants us to do. Because, you know, men, if if we don't as men take on that responsibility As husbands and fathers, uh, to lead our families to Christ, and and to be that example of Christ in our homes, you're gonna you're gonna have issues. You're gonna have problems. Things are gonna crumble beneath your feet. Life is gonna be so much more difficult. And trust me, I know because I've been there before. I've been down that road of putting myself first and my wants, desires, and needs first. But when you start putting God first in your marriage, you're going to see your marriage change significantly. Not that you won't have hardships Mm -hmm. and tough times along the way, but you're going to learn to handle those things in a lot healthier way. Uh, And you're going to learn to turn to Christ together when you go through those difficult times. So- It's, it's cool. It's, 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 I don't know. I'm just really excited about it. That's
0: awesome. And here's, here's what I'm saying. And of course, you know, you think in that way. And the reason I wanted you to share that was because, and we, we have on this podcast, we do have a predominantly male um, audience. There are females that listen as well, but you know, it's, it's so important. And I, I did a quick Google search while you were talking, Marshall, on the statistics of, spiritual leaders, leadership of a father in, in a family. And of course, that's something that I think about guys. I got kids, you know, it's up to mm-hmm. me to, uh, to steward what God has given me. God has provided kids and uh, me as the man of the household. Uh, I, it's just like you were saying, it, it's up to me and you to take spiritual leadership in our household. Check this out. So it says on this one website that I, uh, just to, like I said, I, I Google search this. Dads have a huge impact on their children. Statistics continually show that dads have a stronger impact on the spiritual development of their children than the mothers do. If a mom goes to church regularly, but not the dad, only fifty percent are likely to grow up and attend church. Another interesting interesting statistic is that when a father is the first in a household to become a Christian, there is a ninety-seven percent chance that everyone else will follow. But if a mother is the first in a household to become a Christian. There's only a 17% chance that everyone will follow. And and we're not singling anybody out on here. I want to make that very clear, that we're not in any way, shape, or form devaluing the mother. But this is what God calls us to do, is to be the man. And in a world that has feminized the male figure Mm -hmm. in a household. Yep. So, you know, it, it's up to you as the father, as the husband, as the, as the leader to you know, God has, God has blessed you. And we'll get into blessings next week uh, ne- Yeah, next week. Um, he's blessed you with, with that. He's blessed you with a spouse. He's blessed you with children. And uh, even you can even use this. If you're a single man, a single, uh, you know, yeah. I was going to say woman too, even if, if you're a single you can apply these same principles of being a spiritual leader in your in your very own household take it upon yourself to find the uh, community of believers to find a good church home to be fed spiritually by uh, a, a shepherd and uh, and carry that on when you finally do meet a spouse and use that to find the the spouse that God has for you
1: is that a, I think that's yeah. a pretty good way to put it Oh yeah, most definitely. And and it's also important to men. I'm speaking to you, men. Um, don't get this big head thinking that, Oh, I'm the man of the house. I'm the King of the house. This is my throne. And what I say goes, no, that's not what Aaron and I are trying to get across. That's not the point at all. Um, because that's not how it works. Um, at all. I, I had a stepfather who was that way growing up. Um, and it's not fun. It's not cool. It's not good. Don't be that guy. Be a man of God who is loving, who is peaceful, who is respectful, who is kind. Um, not a jerk. Don't be that guy because well, I've seen that guy. I've witnessed that guy.
0: Yeah. E- Ephesians uh, chapter 5, uh, 25. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her to make her holy, cleansing her with the washing of water by the word. That's mm-hmm. he, he, God's telling you in His Word yeah. here that that's what you're supposed to do. You're he, He's that's what that means is to be the spiritual leader. And and of course you'll hear those you hear those guys. Well, it says it, it says their wives submit to your husbands as as to the Lord because the husband is head as the wife is uh, Christ is head of the church. He is the Savior of the body. And that's that's not what it means to be submissive. The word submission. Means to be under one mission together. What did you? What was that oath that you swore to your wife when you got married? That that was uh, that you were going to become one flesh. That is uh, that wasn't yeah, it wasn't a part of the oath. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) you are one flesh. You are one body together, united together under Christ. Yep. And so to be submissive is to be under to follow that same mission
1: mm-hmm yeah this this goes uh, it goes it goes both ways guys um, don't be a turd all right <laughs> nobody likes a turd I get we can all be that I'll be the first to say I can be that ask my wife I can be that turd 100 it's not an excuse um, do better be better uh, when you are that turd <clears throat> learn from that experience and grow from it and try to better yourself. And and learn from those mistakes. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. You know, it's you make a mistake, learn from it. Yeah, I'm reading this here in this app that I have. It says the goal of husbands loving their wives is also addressed. Christ's goal for the church, his bride, is to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with her. This may have been what you just read. Washing yeah, with water yeah. the it's, word it comes right out of Ephesians. To Was it five twenty six for twenty seven? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I kind of okay, well, I kind of mixed all that up <laughs> in there. That's you know? what you just read then. <laughs> but you do, you hear that all yeah. the time. It's like, well, you know, the Bible also says for the wives to be submissive to the husband. Well, yeah, that's not what he meant. You know, that's not what we take it as sinful human beings. And we've, I've heard that several times throughout marriages that, uh, that they just need to do, as I say, you know, you're not a dictatorship in this. God, mm-hmm. God is, is ultimately head of the household, but he has commissioned you as spiritual leader he's commissioned you to be uh to follow his commands and to pass mm-hmm. those down to your family
1: yeah I'll'll I'll say this it says at the at the very end of this little deal here that I'm reading it says what is a husband's responsibility it is to love his wife without selfishness without reservation and without condition mm-hmm. love her as Christ love the church unto death see John 13 1 it talks about that love her, seek her best good, sacrifice for her benefit, give yourself to her wholeheartedly, and when that's all done, love her some more.
0: Yeah, that's what it is to be a believer. Is to mm-hmm. that's what Jesus tells us to do is to serve others. And that holds mm-hmm. true throughout even your marriage. It's some for some yeah. reason, a lot of people, a lot we you know it's not just uh, just people it it it's we we are just we are just as guilty as being selfish in our own marriages both you and i Marshall, um as anybody oh, yeah. else but um it's putting those needs everybody else's needs above your own
1: yep and that's and that and that's hard to do it's 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 hard to not think about you and what you need and what you want on a day-to-day basis but that's why you got to stop and ground yourself <laughs> at the beginning of the day and say okay you know, it's, you, you, may have heard this before. You, you wake up in the morning, the first thing you say, the first thing that should come out of your mouth is, okay, God, how can I serve you today? And the second mm-hmm. thing that should come out of your, your mouth is, okay, God, how can I serve my wife today? You know, think about that. You know, first thing comes out is God, how can I serve you? And secondly, is, God, how mm-hmm. can I serve my wife? And the third is God, how can I serve my kids? You know, it's like, how can you be a better you? It's just, this yep. is all about, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about being better leaders, you know, men being better leaders of, of the household, spiritual leaders, leaders in general, but just, it's like Aaron said earlier, <laughs> the the world has feminized men and and masculinity and- uh, it's Demasculized. Be, yeah, 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 de, demasculized. De uh, and, and it's just, it's a shame because uh, it's ruining lives. It's ruining families. It's ruining marriages. Uh, us men- have got to learn to be better men and learn to be men and not just men but biblical yep. men. Be men of Christ and stand strong in that and stand firm in that. Um, your your wives will love it, I promise you. <laughs> uh, your children will love it. That I can promise you. I don't have kids, yep. but Aaron does, and he can speak with experience so that they, they will love that. And everybody will see that. They will they will feel that it just it makes a huge difference, guys. I'm telling you.
0: Yep. And and just think about it. So you know, Paul or yeah, Paul wrote uh, writing this letter to Timothy and and First Timothy, chapter three, it goes into qualifications for overseers and deacons. And Marshall and you and I have talked about it. I can't remember if we've talked about it here on the podcast or not, but how we should all be deacons how we should all be elders and overseers because that's what god calls us to do right the qualifications yep. for these for deacons and overseers and elders are the same as what you should emulate as a uh, a believer in christ so if you look at chapter 3 verses uh verse 4 and i know we're cherry picking out these these verses but i i would like to think that we are reading within the context of it is because, you know, chapter, uh, verse 4, he must manage his own household completely and have his children under control with all digni- dignity. Verse 5, if anyone does not know how to manage his own household, how will he take care of God's church? Mm-hmm. You want to do more in your life? You want to do more? You, then uh, it, it's, it starts in your household. You want to be, you want to serve more? Start serving in your household. Do you you want to you want to be bold for Jesus? It starts in your household.
1: Yep, one hundred percent. You feel called the
0: missions? You feel called the missions? Start start getting that house in order. And hey, you know that that just goes that goes to to the both of us just as much as it goes out to anybody listening to this podcast. Is we're not perfect either.
1: No, not at all. <laughs> we're we're far from it.
0: So, I mean, I know that's a, I know that's a really quick rundown, but it's, you know, I want it to be a call to action to the guys listening to this podcast, to those, uh, to, to anybody listening to this podcast that, um, start, start in your home, love your wives, love your husbands, love, love your children, serve them. And, and, don't be afraid. It's okay for you to cry. It's okay for you to sit down and read the Bible instead of watching TV. It's okay mm-hmm. to just lay everything at God's feet and just tell him, I don't know how to do this. Yeah, Trust me, he will lead you. He, If you fully surrender to the Lord and just tell him, say, I want to be a better husband. I want to be a better man. I want to spiritually lead. Ask him. Ask and you will receive. Mm-hmm falls in line with what God's word is telling us to do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Don't, don't be afraid to be a man of God to your family. Um, don't let the world make you think you're going to be less manly or less of a man Mm -hmm. or not cool because that, that, that happens a lot. It's like crying, right? It was, you know, growing up in the hall, Oh, men don't cry. Men don't cry. Blah, 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 blah. And that's a bunch of poo men cry. All right. Men cry. It's okay to cry. It's healthy to cry. It's good to cry, cry. Let your kids see you crying. Let your kids see you sad, all right? It's okay. Um it's just like it's not it's not a bad thing for your for your children to see you and your your spouse have an argument. Just do it in a healthy way. Do it in a loving and respectful way. Let them see you and your spouse fight healthy fight good. Don't be yelling, screaming, cussing each other out. That you don't want them to see that cuz that's not a good example. But be a good example of those things. Um it's not bad if you do it in the right way because it sets a good example for your children. If your child sees mm-hmm. you crying, they come ask you, "Why are you crying, dad?" Well, you can explain it to them and you can explain it from a biblical point of view and it can be a life lesson for them. Um don't yeah. be afraid to be a man of God and to be a good leader in your household. It matters.
0: Yeah. And you know, I it's when when I get overwhelmed with the Holy Spirit, I'm not on most normal days, most everything, I am not a crier. But when the Holy Spirit just gra- when he just grabs a hold of me, and and it just and something just kind of sticks with me so profound, I, I I break down in tears when something just yeah when I feel him moving, it, I I just start crying for and I don't even have to be sad, and that's just my yeah. that's just the way I respond to the Holy Spirit's work in me. And um, don't be afraid, men, to grab your wife and pray with her. Start, start praying at dinner time. You can start small; it's okay. Start praying at dinner mm-hmm. time. Start praying at bedtime. Sit down with your wife, talk it out, and and come up with a plan. Just like you were saying, Marshall. You know, they, uh, take a take a chance like, once a week. Follow up. See where you're at spiritually with each other. And you know, and that that holds true with or without kids. But don't be afraid to let those kids mm-hmm. see you and your wife praying together. Oh, yeah. I mean, that shows yes. them how they that that all goes into a lot of that work as uh, to being a spiritual leader is leading by example. Mm-hmm. So it's okay yeah, it to let your so kids important. see you and your wife pray about a big decision. Or not even that. Just even, you know, if you guys are struggling, like, man, I, you know, I'm sick. Well, hey, let's lay hands on mom. Let's lay hands on my wife. You know, uh, however that looks.
1: Yeah, and that and that's something you, you bring that up. It, re- it reminds me that's something I did that same day when we were praying together. Uh, my wife was complaining about um, not complaining. just that's the wrong word to use. She was telling me about how uh, the back of her knee had been hurting. It had been hurting for a while. So when my wife gets injured, she. would she, her body takes a while to, to recover and to heal. Uh, it's not like the typical mm-hmm. person who may heal within a few days, her body just, it takes longer. Um, and so the back of her leg was hurting you know, the back of her knee. And so we were laying in bed and I, and I said, well, let's pray over it. And so I went over and I started praying over it and, uh, I said, how do you feel? And she says, it still hurts. I said, well, then we're not done. So I went back and I kept praying. <laughs> and, I, and I stopped and I said, how's it feeling? And she goes, it's a little better. And I said, yeah, I keep praying. Then and <laughs> I started praying some more. Yeah. And it's not that it's not that it was healed right then and there. Not to say that God can't, cause God can absolutely heal something through prayer. And he does answer our prayers, but, um, it's, it's the principle of the matter that, you know, that, cause when you, when when you, when you pray together as a man, when, when you're praying with your wife or praying with your children, your children see you praying or your, maybe your wife sees you praying with your kids. Um, that also shows faith. It shows. And that, and that's why I told my wife a while back, I said, you know, we, we've, we've, we've got to have faith. Oh, this is what it was. We were talking about, um, having a kid and she was saying, you know, cause we, we had, a, we had a, we had a miscarriage last year and, um, she was talking about um, how, you know, the timing has got to be right when you get pregnant and certain things have to work together. And she was, you know, scientifically and all this, everything has to work out. Perfect timing and all this stuff. I said, yeah, I said, but no, 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 it doesn't. I said, we are beings created by God. And I said, if God created us, he can do whatever he wants. He can place that egg in your body, Whenever he wants, however he wants. It may be mm-hmm. the time when it's not supposed to happen, but if he wants it to happen, he's gonna do it and he's gonna make it all work out to where we get pregnant. It doesn't matter. I don't care about science. I I really don't. I care about what God says yeah. and what I know God can do. So I, I bring that up. I, I say all that to say that it it's it's you know, by seeing that prayer and, and you know, your spouses, your kids seeing your prayer pray. And when I, it's about the faith, it, it shows them that, oh, well, they're, they're having, they're trusting God. They're having faith in God. They're, they're believing in God for these things and they're relying on him and depending on him, which is what God calls us to do. And so, um, it, it's, it's huge in all aspects of your life when it comes to all the stuff we're talking yep. about.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Hey, you know, what can we take away from it? Where do you start? Be the first as, as the husband, as a, as a leader of the household, as head of the household, be the first one to get up. And, and even when nobody wants to go to church that in the morning, you know, mm-hmm. I know that you can be a Christian without going to church, but you need that community. Community is just as important because you need mm-hmm. to surround yourself. You need to keep yourself fed spiritually. And yep. And, and you know church, you you need a lead shepherd. You need somebody to 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 feed you. And mm-hmm. uh, even when everybody is not feeling like going to church, be the first one to get up and and say, "Hey, we're going, we're going to church." And, and yeah, and start like, there, and then see where God takes you.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it, it, you you, know, you talk about being fed. It's like, <clears throat> yeah, we you, you can you can feed yourself by being the Bible every day, but are you? <laughs> You know, yeah, most of us. Yeah, you, the only exactly. time in the Bible <laughs> is when you go to church on Sunday. Yeah, you know, that that's the only time you're being fed. You know, the reason why it's important to go. You also need to be in the Word every day of the week. However, um, you know, yeah, Aaron's right. You know, uh, I I notice a huge difference from when I when I'm not being surrounded myself with other Christians and and just you know church family and stuff, uh, as opposed to when I when I am. Uh, I can see a big difference in myself. And how I handle things, how I approach life in general.
0: No, well, just think about it. When you're feeding, you know, when you're when you're ingesting God's word, what happens when you eat more and more? You know, okay, so you fill up, but then you're hungry. You're hungry for more, mm-hmm. so you start with mm-hmm. small portions. Then you just eat a little bit more, and then you eat a little bit more. Your your stomach expands, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the same thing is with God's word. The more you eat, the more you ingest of God's word, the more you want. And then, and this yeah. is, this is a cool thing about God's word is that, uh, you, you can't get too much of it. Yeah. You're, n- you're not, you're not going to get, you're not going to get spiritually obese on God's no, words. There's, no, it's there's the no amount of God's word that you can eat that'll make you too fat.
1: Yeah. It's, it's the same. If, if you relate it to water, it's like you, your body has to have water to, to survive, to stay hydrated. Mm-hmm. Well, if if you don't, uh, it's, it's the same way with God's word. If you don't uh, stay in God's word, you're going to become spiritually dehydrated. You're going to shrivel mm-hmm. up into a prune. You're not going to know anything. You know, you, you, you've got to be a sponge willing to absorb God's word. If you don't drink enough water, you're going to get dehydrated and you're going to die. Well, if you don't get enough of God's word, you're going to become dehydrated from his word and, and you're, you're going to, sh- you're going to die spiritually. You're going to die because you're not getting the water that you need, you're not getting the spiritual water that you need. So it's so important to, to, uh, to be in God's word and, and to drink water. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, that's, a,
0: <laughs> that's a good, uh, as a good analogy to lead us off of here for this week. And, um, yeah. So I, I think that we're, we're not going to go too much, too much more deeper into that. And I'm excited for next week. Mm-hmm. We got, uh, I'll have to talk to you later about the, about what I'm thinking as far as, uh, I want to, I want to get into blessings and, uh, and maybe a couple different topics. So we'll see how, yeah, we'll see where the Lord takes it this week. And see oh, yeah. how things pan out. But in the meantime, guys, Hey, thanks for listening to Undaunted pursuit podcast. Share this episode with somebody this week. Any if you know anybody who's struggling, whatever, uh, yeah, we'd, we'd love for you to share it. Uh, follow us on social media and, and if, if you guys need, want to contact us in any way, uh, you can email us mail at undauntedpursuit.com or undauntedpursuit at gmail.com, whichever one, both of them work. And, uh, we, we'd love to hear from you. So, uh, am I missing anything else, Marshall?
1: No, you know, just, just like Aaron said, follow us on, on all the, on all the social media platforms. There's Facebook, there's Instagram, there's Twitter or X, um, uh, of course you can listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, any, um, platform that plays music or podcasts, you can find us on there. And also we do have a YouTube channel. There's no video on there. It's all audio, uh, right now. And eventually there will be audio on there. Um, but you can like, Thanks subscribe, and follow us on there as well. Yeah. I'm, I'm slowly starting to learn how to, uh, edit uh <laughs> video it's a slow process but we're gonna get there yeah. um uh, cody's wife actually told me about this program i'm gonna start using uh cap cut is what it's called so cap cut if you want to sponsor us uh, we won't be mad cap cut cap just season anyway guys like follow subscribe on all those platforms we'd love to hear from you guys um yeah, um, we, we, we appreciate y'all.
0: And here's the thing: if it if in any way, whatever platform you use, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, whatever, give us a good rating, give us a good review, boost those, th- boost us up in there. Helps us get noticed. Helps us do what we got to do, like we say every week. It helps us. Uh, helps us spread. This is our ministry, and it helps us spread the gospel of uh, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, give us good rating. Give us good review. And again, thank you guys for listening to uh this week's episode. We'll see you guys next week. And in the meantime, uh I don't know. I don't have anything uh anything else that I haven't already said. So, we'll see you guys next week. See ya. Adiós.
2: To every little boy and girl, to all the children around the world. I know that it can be a scary place for what it's worth i'm sorry that it has to be this way i know the times are really changed and i know nothing will ever be the same so chase your dreams and shoot for the stars don't let them change you from who you really are because the world really needs you to keep on smiling do the...